Real news. True, honest, and not fake news. Oh, it's real news time. And we have a caller on the phone. Mr. Alex, are you there? Oh, yeah. Good, I'm good, here. good, good. Okay. Right. Who's all available? Who's all with us tonight? Is it just you and me, or we got some? No, we have three people. We have me, myself, and you. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sally Vince couldn't be on this week. I guess he's busy with finals. Understandably, I really don't have the time to do this, but I'm doing it anyway uh, because I love everybody. And we are going to talk about some uh, interesting breaking news events that have happened during the week. And then Alex has a special report that we'll get into. I'm sure you are going to love it. It's, we're going to keep you in suspense for a little bit. First, I want to talk about the mass triggering that erupted. Oh, by the way, I'm Sean, if you didn't know that already. The mass triggering that happened over the weekend uh, with the Trump travel ban. The Supreme Court, once again, ruled that it was A-OK. 72 decision, most citizens of Iran, Libya, Syria, Yemen, Somalia, Chad, the Virgin and the Chad, <laughs> and North Korea will be barred from entering the United States. I'm literally shaking. How about you, Alex? Well, I don't see why the people are making such a big deal about this travel ban. You know, I wouldn't want someone coming to the United States who could be a terrorist. But, you know, apparently... We Penn State is in full support of these terrorists. Oh, we're talking them? about that next. Oh, that's pissing me off. <laughs> oh, yeah, but in all honesty, I think this is a good step forward. We shouldn't be allowing people from countries into America who are a major travel risk. Like, you know, yep. why people have problems with, like, people, like how many immigrants do we even have beforehand coming from North Korea? Why are people making a big deal about this? Yeah, I know. It's like, and they're all, the, of course, right after this happens, what trends on Twitter? Hashtag Muslim ban. Hashtag no Muslim ban. It's not a Muslim ban, as Paul Joseph Watson would say. It only, it the, the majority Muslim countries, you know, they have like the most Muslims in the world aren't even on this list. I wish they were added. These, you know, these are Muslim majority countries, but they're not the highest Muslim population. 93% of the Muslim population can still enter America. But, you know, you know, the left loves to frame it this way as, oh, you're bigots and you hate Muslims. Well, no, but, you know, at the same time, let's look at something here. You know, you guys all talk about these terrorist attacks and go, it has nothing to do with Islam, when it clearly does. And then when we start trying to go after the problem, ooh, we can't do that. Can't do that. Well, if this was a Muslim travel ban, they'd ban Britain, but they haven't done that yet. <laughs> yeah, and Sweden. Yep, Sweden too. You know, most of Europe would probably be banned. <laughs> yeah, Europe could enter. There's so many Muslims left in the Middle East. I know. I don't know. Where, where are they? That's why ISIS is like gone because they're like, there's like no Muslims there. Yeah, they just all live in Europe now because Europe, <laughs> Europeans would love that cultural enrichment. Oh, yeah. It's, it's cultural enrichment, all right. And if you say anything about it, you'll get sent to jail for hate speech. Yeah. Yeah, but, um, you know, keep your hate speech off of campus except uh, if you're at Penn State and you uh, support jihad and, like, anti-American ideals. Uh, but we'll get to that soon. Any last words on this? And I'm going to move on to another interesting topic. Uh, no, I think that's, I think you did a pretty good job filling in with that. The only thing is people talking about some Muslim child ban, North Korean. I don't know how many Muslims are in North Korea. Maybe, you know, maybe that's Kim Jong-un's secret weapon. Yeah. He's been hiding it from us. He's going to, like, wage massive jihad. <laughs> Kim Jong-un, I'm just imagining he has, like, a basement full of, like, Muslims that he has, like, locked up and, like, ready to go, like, when he needs them. Yeah, talk about unexpected jihad. Yeah, there you go. <laughs>
<laughs> I expected you to be honest, right? Oh god, it's so funny. Um, so the next topic uh, that I want to cover, we don't have many topics this week, by the way, but uh, we only have three big ones, and yours is the fourth thing. Uh, but the next one I, I gotta talk about because oh, the butt hurt. It's so great. Senator Al Frankenstein has finally resigned. And, you know, this was kind of pushed upon him to do, kind of expected. But, you know, what he said in then his resignation speech wasn't really surprising, but I got to point some few things out that he said that just freaking pissed me off. He first said, Some of the allegations against me are simply not true. Others I remember very differently. So basically he's saying, like, yeah, everything you hear, that's not true. <laughs> and uh, the second quote that pissed me off was, he said, I'm proud that during my time in the Senate, I have used my power to be a champion of women and that I have <laughs> seen, uh, earned, oh, sorry, that, that I have earned a reputation as someone who respects the women I work <laughs> alongside every day. I know there's been a very different picture of me painted over the last few weeks, but I know who I really am. Holy crap. This guy does not respect women or women. I mean, what the, heck, you know, what the heck's he talking about? I, I think he's just he's trying to go and paint a better picture of himself as he's like leaving with his tail between his legs. And then, then he goes and gets all triggered. He's like, oh, well, you know, why do I have to be kicked out when, when Trump can stay here? Oh, that pissed me off. is running. Well, shoot, you know, you, you know, I don't think either of them did anything. But even if they did, you know, your party is the one that advocates, who pretends to advocate for, you know, like, oh, we, we hate rapists and we hate this. But, you know, it's funny how most of our party is rapists. And, <laughs> Bill like, Clinton's a rapist. Infowars.com. Well, you know, like, look at Weinstein. I don't think he was a Republican. You he know? was a big Democrat sport. Donate to Hillary, Obama, and Bill. And you know, he was, he was, you know, watering the plants with his uh, <laughs> genitalia in front of little girls. You know, why do we have, why, why is he allowed to stay in there? Because you know, why did they just come out reasons. now? You know, he was, he, and then look at Bill Clinton. He was like, oh, I guess, you know, the, I don't know what your definition of respecting women is, but I don't think, you know, having an extramarital a, and fair, affair in the Oval Office is, yeah, sh- with an intern is a, it is appropriate respecting a woman. You know, that, that, that almost seems like rape. It, yeah. it might be. Maybe Alex Jones is well, on to something. Shoot, like, you know, he's the president of the United States. You know, that girl going to say no. Shoot, he could go in like Ruby Ridge or like, you know, like Waco. <laughs> you know, she ain't going to say no. She likes her family. It only takes a little bit for the president to go and make it so that your your house is found to have like heroin or like machine guns in there, and then you get your entire family gets shot up. Of course, she's yeah. gonna go and please the president. Yeah, and uh, the thing with Bill, Andre's being no fussy. Uh, the thing with Bill Clinton is, yo, know, Monica Lewinsky, from my understanding, was actually kind of asking for it, but like some of these other girls, like they he. Sounds like he kind of forced himself on them because, like, there's like I think her name is Juanita Broadwick. It claims that Bill Clinton raped well, her. You know, he's Juanita. got like five rape accusations and like the. Se- oh, but, well, see, I don't know how the leftists would feel about like Juanita because on the one hand, that's like, <laughs> oh, he, you know, it's he's, he's raping someone. But on the other hand, at least he, they're probably like, oh, well, at least he's not a racist. Yeah, he's diverse. He's, he supports yeah, he's, diversity. <laughs> He's, he's, at least he's not a race a rapist, like a racist. You know, a racist rapist. <laughs> 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 I, I, 
I, I could see. I would love to go see them make that headline. That would be the funniest thing. <laughs> you know, I don't just rape white women. I rape every woman. I'm yeah. Bill Clinton. <laughs> I'm Bill. I, I, I don't rape just, you know, white women. I, I rape all, you know, colors. I, I rape them all equal. And I'm Bill Clinton. Yeah, I approve this message. <laughs> you know, he's a colorblind, uh, womanizing uh, rapist. You know? Yeah. I mean, the left would see that as a positive. Yes, you know? it's progressive. It's very progressive, you know, like, Alex. Well, see, where does that? You know, you have to go and kind of think about this. It's, it kind of brings up this like weird mathematical formula because you have, you know, their progressive ideology, like, you know, being like a sexual abuser. You know, that's, uh, I guess that'd be like negative 50 points for being a racist. That's that's the worst thing in the world. For them. Oh, yeah. They let like in England, they if you like if you're like a Muslim and you rape someone, you know, you'll probably get a slap on the wrist. But if you're a white person and you're racist to a Muslim, you're going to jail for 15 years. Yeah. So obviously. <laughs> They think being being a ra- racist is worse than being a sexual assaulter slash rapist. Yep, it's pretty bad. And the um, you know the thing about Clinton's like he shoved like cigars up women's you know what like this guy was doing some weird stuff. But their um, oval office. what he shoved into their oval office. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna make the Eagles be real big. <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how to buy it. It's, it's, you know, it's really difficult to track that thing down. But yeah, he was opening up a lot of Oval Offices while he was, you know, in the Oval Office. Wow, Oval Oval Office inception there. Uh, But the the, the other quote that you alluded to that Franken also said that pissed me off is when he blamed Trump. He said, I of all people am aware that there's some irony in the fact that I'm leaving. While a man who is bragged on tape about his history of sexual assault sits in the Oval Office and a man who has repeatedly preyed on young girls campaigned for the Senate with full support of his party. Okay. I got that. If I was Roy Moore, I'd go and sue Al Franken for. Like uh, making up lies. Yeah, yeah. Defamation. You don't have any proof. Yeah, that's the only proof that you have is a forged, like, uh, yearbook. Yeah, I was gonna say that. That base. Okay, you gotta compare these two situations here, and I'm gonna dissect it. Um, On the one side, the Democrat side, you have Al Franken, you have John Conyers, and we'll throw in Harvey Weinstein. How about that? Uh, yeah. And you got all sorts of other ones. Oh, yeah, actually, I'll do that. I'll do. Uh, I'll do. We're gonna do a trifecta here. We're gonna do Al Franken, Bill, Bill Clinton, and uh, Conyers. Uh, Conyers resigned. Al Franken resigned. Bill Clinton was impeached. Now, what do what do we have here? Bill Clinton. We have the dress. We have plenty of other evidence. With Conyers, we have documents. We have uh, showing that he was paying people off, and that he was paying. Um, you know, people for sex, basically, and or not giving him sex. In some cases, he'd fire them for that. And then you have Al Franken, who we have a picture of Al Frankenstein going at the girl while she, you know, on her breast while she's asleep. Uh, you know, a, 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 a military person, military woman. You know, these are this is all evidence here, and he's comparing it. He's you know juxtaposition here is to Trump and Roy Moore. Roy Moore, there's no evidence. They've already found that there was some stuff, you know, fudged with the yearbook. And with Trump, there is nothing, just allegations, no proof, no witnesses, nothing. And it's kind of coincidental that the crap that came out about Trump is when he was running as president many years later and was an anti-establishment candidate. Some that was going against the elites, against the globalists, against the people who are running this country and don't want anybody ruining their club and kicking them out. And on top of that, 
let's look at the tape. The tape, the infamous Access Hollywood tapes. What did Trump say? He didn't say that he's raping women or any of that crap. He literally says, when you're a star, you can do anything. Grab him by the meow. Kitty cat. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and he's saying they let you do it. That is the definition of consent. Well, apparently consent isn't consent anymore. No. And when you're what what he's talking about is when because there's two types of things. There's when a guy you know goes after girls and like forces sex on. That's a rapist. Then there's the other. Let's flip the roles around. Where a girl sees this rich billionaire with golden hair and a ten billion dollars sitting in his wallet, and she just crawls all over him, literally asking and begging for sex. That is what Trump was talking about. Like a little demon, a goblin, succubus. A goblin. Like a succubus trying to go and you know suck the soul out of him through his you know you know. Yeah. So, what are your thoughts on all this? I mean, I I ranted there because you know it pisses me off when they draw this comparison because they're not comparable. But you know. Well, you know, I'm surprised the left hasn't praised Al Franken for standing up against the military-industrial complex. <laughs> 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 like they're so loony these days that I do see like. It's it's just so bad, and he's like a little sore loser. He's a sore, he's a sore, whining, yeah. you know, pedophile loser. He needs to. He's a gone. total and complete loser. He's a total failure. Nobody likes him. His ratings are in the tube. His poll numbers are at zero. Al Franken is sad. And he's a pot-bellied pedophile. The pot belly goblin crawling he's around. Yeah. He, he just he just thinks he can get away with anything, and it, he has pictures of him doing yeah. that. But yeah, that's not that's not proof enough. Is oh, this is not how I remember it. Honestly, it was oh, different. You know, I, I, I just you know, it was a joke when I grab your genitals or yeah, that, yeah. That's like, total joke. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, what was that? Oh, yeah, it's just a prank, bro. It's <laughs> just a prank, bro. Uh, oh, no, it's like someone's like raping. So, oh, it's just a prank, bro. It's all cool. Yeah. Like, that's, that's the sort of logic they're using. Yeah, it is. You know, why do we allow make... these people into office? Yeah, why, but... And why does the left try to defend this guy who's clearly in the wrong? Like, and he yeah. was a soldier, too. Like, she was asleep. Yeah, she's a, that's what <laughs> makes it worse. She was asleep, and he took a picture who like, takes a picture of that like he was just like oh, look at that you're you know that's just you got pranked yeah you got like, pranked. No, dude that's that's disgusting i know that's- and if a republican did the exact same thing like, let's say roy moore's face was on where al franken's was i would be saying the exact same words i'm saying today and how bad it is i don't care what party you are this is wrong and this is disgusting and terrible the, the, but the difference is because they're going to say oh defending Roy Moore. Oh, you're biased. No, there's two different cases here. One is allegations with no evidence. One is freaking allegations with freaking evidence. Well, yeah, and it's like, they and it's the left. They just love to go and show you that they like to go and laugh in front of you. Like when they had them with the wine scene, they used to have jokes yeah. on like Family Guy about all the time. Oh, yeah. Just for, they were just like, <laughs> look, it's Stewie. He's naked. He's saying some nonsense. But it was, he was right. Yeah, and Seth MacFarlane like, knew. And all these Hollywood people said, yeah, it's an open secret. Stay away from Weinstein. And then they had that. Who was that other uh, Hollywood like producer? He did a lot of Nickelodeon shows. Yeah, 4chan was looking into him. What was his name? I forget. It was one of those that kind of blipped on the radar and disappeared. Yeah, but like, yeah, I think he did like, uh, like iCarly. 
And I, I don't know if he actually did this, but I, I go and do some investigation to that guy because I think he had a foot, you know, a fetish. Foot fetish, yeah. Like, dude, have you ever like watched like any of those shows? It was like Drake yeah. and Josh, I Carly. Yeah. It was, it was that guy, and they always had these weird feet scenes, <laughs> and I was just like, huh, this is a little bit weird. I don't know. I'm not saying he is. I'm not saying he isn't. But you know, yeah, I get your noggin jogging. Think, yeah. dig. It's something to chew on. Like, he might, he may or may not be. Then he might be just a normal, you know, guy who likes. Yeah. Or he might yeah. be something more. He might be the next Weinstein. You know, yeah. you gotta just go and look. Well, uh, Alex, um, for when we come back next semester, I want you to get your feet in the water and look into this a little bit more. <laughs> oh boy. You saw my I, pun there. You saw what I did I, there. I, I, I saw the thing is so with with that particular guy. There's, you know, it's not. There's that proof. Like, well, it's not really proof. It's just weird but we don't have anyone claiming anything although there was some weird pictures of miranda osgrove yeah a couple years she's ago. hot uh, you know she's gonna be like the uh who was that one girl from mean girls <laughs> oh my who, god oh crap are you talking about the was, uh, Lindsay lohan yeah she's gonna be like Lindsay lohan probably it's like with a lot of these child actors because the, the that did get the weinstein treatment they get all these hollywood uh, people you know they go into all these eyes wide shut parties they do yep. things like that <clears throat> well and also these girls are it rhymes with shots but it begins with a t and they it's, it takes a certain person i think to be attracted to an industry where you fake it as your job your job is to not be yourself and to fake it it's a little strange when you, if you ask me you know, as much as i love movies and stuff but last well, words before thing- we get a break these kids, well, the thing is, these kids, you know, they're not like adults, like when somebody's coming. Like when I Carly started, she was like, well, Renner Cosgrove was, was like, what, like 10, 12? Yeah. yeah. And, you know, she's having, then you look at, uh, who is that wrecking ball woman? Miley Cyrus, she's wacky. Yeah, I think she was probably, you know, somebody needs to go look into what happened to her because she had some breakdown. And there's a lot of them, too, and like, they need to, like, Tia Tequila, she really went, she really went south. Uh, yeah, I forget what she was in, but she ended up like getting into like the alt right, and she's like some Asian <laughs> girl. Like, she went to the National Policy Institute, and her and Lindsay Lohan and Amanda Bynes—they're like this trifecta of cancer. Oh my god, the triforce well, of cancer! Watch yeah, out! It's just, it's just terrible. It's like that them three, you know? Yeah. I'm going to talk for very long here because there's a lot to cover with this story. But it's a big one, and it pisses me off, if you'd uh, have guessed. So, I was scrolling through, you know, the Twitter feed of the Collegian, Onward State, Underground, all these Penn State mainstream Cancer. networks. What was that? Cancer. <laughs> uh, you have a cough there, Alex. You got to hold it together. Uh, so, we were scrolling through, or I was scrolling through it, and then I came across this headline that said, Penn State... Police share vague tweets regarding students' controversial comments. This was from the Collegian. I was like, ooh, what's this about? I mean, it's a pretty innocuous-sounding headline. And I thought, "Ah, I don't know what it's going to be about. Well, let's check this out. What is this really about? This, This is where a Penn State Islamic exchange student named Hussan... I'm sorry, I'm not pronouncing it right now. Microaggression. Autelar Karmach made terrorist threats to Laura Loomer, uh, who's a right-wing journalist, via DMs, direct messages on Twitter. This is the stuff he said. And I'm going to let it sink in for a bit. And I'm, I'm going to have to bleep out the curse words. or Well, not saying, but you get the point. 
Get the F out of my country, you disgusting subhuman piece of garbage. Can't wait for Trump to permanently cripple your country. 9-11 didn't kill enough of you effers. Hope Iran nukes your country. And then he tweeted a photo of a Starbucks cup, which said Osama bin Laden on it. And he also wrote, uh, and this one I can't confirm yet because I'm sorry, I haven't had enough time to look into this. I was doing this last night. I didn't have enough time to do it today. He wrote, uh, Mujahad in Arabic on his Twitter, which suppose we usually describe someone who's engaged in jihad. Would make sense in this case. Um, and of course, he sent also a picture of American soldiers with the guns in the boots, with the helmet on the butt of the uh, gun, uh, with soldiers praying and crying in front of it because they lost their brave fellow soldiers. And he, he said to Laura Loomer, with that picture, he said, are you mad? Americans are a trash people and mostly support their country uh, f- foreign policy. And he showed a bunch of, uh, he said, like, sorry to hear that the ISIS attack upset you. There's some good news to cheer you up. And there's a picture uh, showing the suicide rates of veterans. Uh, so this one's sick, sick. Uh, I can't even call human sick garbage uh, piece of scum. Garbage human. I was gonna say that, but that's reserved for Sargon. <laughs> I was the first yeah, thing I thought. Sargon's a lot better person than, than this. Oh yeah, ever. Sargon didn't do nothing. This guy did everything. He is disturbing. The stuff he was saying. Now, now this way you're thinking. You're thinking, oh, this is just a troll. Is this somebody screwing around online? No. Penn State confirmed this kid does go to this school. Interestingly, uh, Laura Loomer said on Twitter, he calls himself uh, Husian, uh, U-H-U-S-S-E-I-N on social media, but in the Penn State, Hussein, yeah, that's probably how you say it. I'm sorry, I'm not bad with these culturally um, uh, enriching names. Yeah, like, you know, like Barack Hussein, Obama, or like Saddam Hussein. Yeah, exactly. Like a common Arab, like uh, Middle Eastern. Sorry, Alex, I, I need to, sh- sh- you know. Uh, You're triggering me right now. <laughs> I, I'm sorry for triggering you. Trigger warning, everyone. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm really out of it this week, actually. I probably should have known that. But Laura Loomis said his name is um, Hussein on social media, but social media, blah, social media, but in the Penn State system and on his resume, he goes by uh, Haseen, H-E-S-E-E-N. Using different spellings of a name is common in tactic used by Islamic infiltrators who come in here to terrorize. My sources in counterterrorism tell me it's quite common. Ooh, that's not weird enough. Well, this is how Penn State responded. You know, good old Penn State. Penn State is this progressive, you know, loving, caring, tolerant administration. And they're going to make you say, feel safe here. This is the safest place in the world. So how did they respond? The Penn State police responded with, and I quote, Thank you for bringing this to our attention. But we are signing, a, we are signing an investigator and we'll be speaking with the FBI. Ooh, that's, that's high level stuff. Okay, that's pretty good. But Penn State said this. This has been to report to federal authorities. The university is not going to comment further. Any faculty or student matters are confidential. Oh, aren't they? Yeah, we just have like a guy that's threatening terrorism here, but we're not going to tell you anymore. Um, and, and Penn State described this, described all of this, all of this death to America. I, I, think I've, I think I already, I don't know if I said that, but the guy said death to America, you know, all kinds of stuff, uh, you know, disturbing, despicable text. Death to America, um, uh, 
Yeah, I, well, there's another one here. He says, uh, hope Iran nukes your country. Yeah, I got that one. Okay. So he says, hope Iran nukes your country, death to America. And what does Penn State call this? They don't call it what you think, of course. The PC police at Penn State call them controversial comments. Oh, man. Oh, this, this is terrorist threats. This is radical Islamic yeah. terrorism threats. But now, these are to- just controversial comments, Alex. No need to be afraid. We're not going to comment any further. And this guy, it's been, has it been confirmed he is not a native U.S. citizen? He is He's a, an exchange student. He's an exchange student. Oh, so that's real great. So that's like having a guest go into your house. You know, they go and poo-poo in the toilet. They overflow it. <laughs> they go and, you know, they steal all your towels. They go and bust a hole in the wall. And then, you know, they And then and they blow themselves out. up. And, and then they go and say, oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm going to go and, you know, cause harm upon you. And he, like, he slaps your wife. It's, it's like doing that. Like, you, you kick a guest out who's being ungrateful. Yep. You know, why has Kick this Trump- guy out. Deport him. I, I'm calling right now for to deport this guy because these are legit screenshots, it appears to be. These are legit threats. These are legit concerns. Penn State is our. They said they reported it to the FBI and they're dragging their bottoms on this. This guy should be deported and never let back in here. And I'll let you go off after this, Dolsky. But there's one more thing that Penn State had to do to just make it even worse, to add insult to this injury. They, according to Loomer, because um, she knew people that were, you know, knew people in Penn State that were, you know, hearing stuff about this. And they said that the university would not expel this student. I mean, are you freaking kidding me? The guy is saying death to America. I hope Iran nukes you. I mean, of course, you can say some, you know, you can burn the flag. You can do a lot of, you know, there's a lot of stuff and I protect, I, I'm, you know, totally for the free speech uh, First Amendment protecting it. But this kind of stuff is threatening her life and Americans' lives. And he's, you know, like there's all these kind of signs that he has Islamic extremist ties and he's potentially a terrorist and Penn State won't expel him? Are you kidding me? Oh, this is absolutely ridiculous. But, you know, it's it's really ironic because they had an incident a few years ago. That uh-huh. Was a, uh, huh? Uh-huh. I know what you're talking yeah. about, man. <laughs> there was a Syrian student and he had, he did a, um, he was in a fraternity and there was a woman who gave unconsensual, uh, oral relations to five. I, I don't know how you can do unconsensual oral relations too. You know, <laughs> that's, that's hard to do, but go, you know, go first. with me here. Oh yeah. Unconsensual oral relations to five guys and Penn state, you know, they kicked, they temp, they like expelled all five students or gave them academic pro- like probation or something. And the guy was, and this was when Syria was getting like bombs. So this yeah. guy was going to be deported if he lost his student visa. And Penn State was willing to go and cause the death of a innocent student over like this, like I don't even know how can you how can you do that like over this faulty sexual assault claim. The guy had to go and get a lawyer, and thankfully he ended up he he was safe. He didn't end up getting deported after he got the lawyer involved. And then Penn State too, they. You know, over the Timothy Piazza case, they like always keep on up like dropping out, and they were yeah, and big deal. Sure loved. They kept talking about them. They told it's in the news everywhere, and people, you know, they were that was a big thing, and they made comments about that whole Piazza case. But where's Penn State right when there's so. a potential to when someone's making terrorist threats? Well, as yeah. we know now, uh, Alex, Penn State is a sanctuary campus for pedophiles for. Uh, 
illegal aliens, and now terrorists. I'm gonna say that one more time because you got, yeah, yeah. Let let this sink in. How screwed up the PC mindset is. Penn State is a sanctuary campus for pedophiles, illegal aliens, and terrorists. Okay, this is insanity and we got people gotta be angry about this the story hasn't gotten blown up as it should people should be furious i know they got rid of jerry sandusky but they were covering that crap up for years the piazza thing they even tried to keep quiet the press i remember i talked to one guy with um one of the news sources here here and he said yeah i had to really fight to get that story covered and look what it is now you know, it's just absolutely disturbing what, you know, this school is supposed to be tolerant, keeping you safe, you know, but oh, they're so quick to write a letter, but mean old Donald Trump does something they don't like, like make graduate students, you know, pay taxes, you know, we can agree or disagree with that if you want, but like Penn State's so quick to jump on, you know, the anti-Trump bandwagon, anti-Trump this, you know, F Trump, blah, blah, blah. But when this comes up, they responded, which is great, and the police are looking into it. But the fact that they don't immediately expel the student, when the, the evidence is quite clear. They've already contacted the student. They don't expel him at the very least. I mean, they should be reporting him to ICE as far as I'm concerned. I mean, what the heck is wrong with these people? Yeah, this guy, should he needs to be out of Penn State. I'm surprised, out, out, out. He, I'm surprised he isn't in Guantanamo Bay. This is a terrorist yeah. threat. He is... You know, I'm not saying he should be sent to Guantanamo Bay. Maybe he should. Maybe he shouldn't. That's up for, you know, Donald Trump to decide. And I think at the very least, he should not be at Penn State. He's a security risk. He has jihadi tendencies. He's threatening an American citizen, telling her to get out of this uh, country with expletives like it's his country. No. You know, if if, if what you're telling me is true and he is an exchange student. It's very true. This is not his country. Yeah. He has no right to be here. No one has a right to be here unless you were born here, unless you're a U.S. citizen. You yep, have no correct. right to be here. So for this guy to go and make these threats against her and not have, be immediately, you know, deported, yep. it's ridiculous. If this, like, you know, like look at England or like Canada, if you have someone, you know, like, say what you will about Richard Spencer, but like he never went up and said he was going to go and like wage you know, like a race war against anyone. Yeah, he never, he never made that. death threats against black people or anything. But he still got kicked out of those countries and most of Europe and Poland. Yeah. But, you know, this guy, he makes, you know, his, like, death threats and, you know, starts glorifying uh, terrorist attacks, and he's he's still over here. He should be gone yesterday. Yeah. And this is not to say, because I know people are going to start this hashtag, hashtag not all exchange students. I know there's a lot of great people that come from, you know, all around the world that come to the school. And I was actually talking to a guy in um, my meteorology study session today uh, who was from China. And he was very, he was making me laugh so hard. So the stuff he was saying, I mean, I love the guy. He was very nice. But this cannot be tolerated. You know, I, I'm pro, you know, okay, we can have exchange students, international students, we can have immigration. Okay, fine, whatever. But this should be common ground. Common ground right here for both sides, for anybody that's human, should be common ground. But I know that there's going to be people on the other side that are going to say, oh, you're jumping to conclusion, you're oh, hashtag not all Muslims. Oh. It's like, oh, my God. I just, I, I can't even, like, you know, re- give him a rebuttal anymore because I'm so tired of it. You know, I but, could care less if this guy came, even if this guy came from, like, you know, Russia or, like, yeah, I don't care. England. And if he so came over bad. here and said, I'm communist. 
Like he had like a Soviet flag on his profile picture, yeah, and everything was written in like Cyrillic, and he was like, <laughs> "I'm going to wage war against capitalism," and then show pictures of like the Vietnam War or something like. Well, even then, yeah. that's not as bad, but like he's showing it's like so times, like, what, like showing weather underground attacks, like when they bombed places. Yeah, and then like saying, you know, we're going to wage uh, Cold War. I don't know if you can't believe. Wage war against much fighting in the Cold War. We're gonna put you in a gulag, you know, stuff <laughs> like that. And if they're and if they're a uh, someone from another country, even it doesn't matter if they're Islam, doesn't matter if they're communist, doesn't matter. Yeah. If, where are they come from? If you're making death threats, you you, know, ow, you ow, need ow. to be deported. You yeah. need to get out of this country. And if you're a member of this country and you make real death threats, like not like even like a you know, legitimate death threat. Or even like a death threat, like death to America is what he said, quote unquote, death to America. Yeah, you have no. Yeah, if, if someone like from this country said that he was going like start praising jihad and start threatening people, they need to be sent to some form of uh, prison, like legal remedy. Yeah, you know? prison. I don't know what you would do. Some sort of Guantanamo. Time. <laughs> well, yeah, I think it's not <laughs> you can send this guy here. And Over I don't know if he needs to be out of here. He, yeah. he needs to be out of here. I don't care where they send him. Could be Guantanamo, could be North Korea, could be Somalia. You know, yeah. I, I don't care, but he does not belong here if he's going to be a rude guest like that. Yeah. Uh, last thing, I'm going to do a little quick tangent, and then we're going to move on to your story because we're almost done here. Uh, when you mentioned communists, you know, hammer and sickle, all that kind of stuff, made me uh, remember a little uh, thing we had here uh the hub, the United Socialists at Penn State, who's a brand new socialist club, you know, they call themselves socialists, but they're basically uh, socialists LARPing as commies, to put it mildly. Uh, they had a table out here in the hub, and they were flying the communist flag. These people are, they call themselves socialists, but they literally fly the communist flag. I know the two groups, you know, they blur the line sometimes. Because they're so similar and so radical. But, like, they were legitimately flying that flag. And I'm just like, imagine if somebody flew the Nazi flag. Imagine if a group did that. What if there was an alt-right group on campus that flew the Nazi flag? You would see it. Front page of the Collegian. They'd be writing the Baron to ban them and to expel the kids. But a bunch of people put up a communist flag. Hey, it's nothing. Oh, it's so cute. Look at them. They're so progressive. But, you know, they eventually took it down because so I think they realized, yes, yeah, it's a bad idea, even on the college campus, uh, which is kind of ironic. But it's like these people are so blatant and so unafraid to say such, you know, terrible, you know, anti-American things. I'm not, I'm not saying you got to enforce like everybody's got to be like pro-American conform. No, I don't believe in that at all. But the fact, the disrespect they show when this country gives them so much that no other country does is it's, it's preposterously mind-blowing. Well, that, that's true. If you saw someone with like a rebel flag, you know, like a Confederate flag in there waving that, yeah. that would be like, you know, Racist. they'd probably be sent to like a concentration camp, aka re education camp at Penn State, <laughs> for racial tolerance training. PSU they'd concentration probably send them camp. A, they'd probably send it to a racial tolerance training, like a re education camp. Yeah. You'd have That's to attend like, BLM meetings and Black Student Union meetings. You'd have yeah. to like start like hugging every black person you saw. Like they got, they got to make you, and I think they actually do have some sort of, I would be like human resources from like a, like a racial sensitivity training oh, class God. if you did that. But if they fly a communist flag, like flag, which killed 
more people than, you know, the Confederates, more people than the apartheid, more people than, uh, shoot like Nazism. the Nazis. Yeah. Every, like, it's, there's something about flag. Over 100 million people die. You're going to put Stalin. Communism is the ultimate oppression. It's killed hundreds of millions of people, destroyed cities, destroyed countries, and wrecked the economies everywhere it's been. Oh, yeah, and they steal, and they steal your money to this day with the, these socialist policies. Like, look at health care. Yep. Like, holy crap, I have to pay like $200 a month for this. <laughs> I've been to the hospital in like two years. Yeah, you don't get sick and you still have to pay. Yeah, like, you know, and then you have these people over here. They do get, you know, they're doing drugs. They're having uh, unprotected uh, relations with people. With, like, uh, they meet off. Like, good Lord, just look at Craigslist. You want to go oh, see some really crazy. that's kid. <laughs> just, just go on to Craigslist. You're going to wonder why this, like, you have so many people on, like, welfare and stuff and single mothers. Go yeah. look on there. There's people on Craigslist begging you to have, you know, unprotected relations with them. Craigslist and, uh, is a uh, wretched hive of scum and degeneracy. Yeah, I'm just saying they have this stuff, and it's it's like a snapshot. And then you have all these people who go to clubs, and you know they 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 don't think it's cool to have comms. You know the left's going, the, oh, we need to get a free birth control. Oh, that But they never use them. No, the girls, they I, stash they them. Want to get pregnant? They want to go and use that. Like it's so easy. There's like 101 ways not to get pregnant, <laughs> but they do not. Nice book it. tale. It's not hard. You know, you can go. You can go buy a pack of Jimmy's for <laughs> like ten bucks, and you have enough to last. I like wouldn't know. Long. I wouldn't know, Alex. <laughs> and I mean, if if you if you want to go and pursue these, you know, debauchery. Yeah. That's fine. You know, that's that's your business. Yeah, but do don't you make want. me pay for your kids. Yep. Yeah. It's like these people demand that you should, you should provide what the government should provide birth control. No, we're not, not going to pay for your irresponsibilities. Just keep your pants on. It's simple. Well, I saw like a Vice article on the other day. Oh, God. And it was like, oh, people in Venezuela, they're so oppressed. You know, they don't have access to birth control. Oh, my God. People getting pregnant. I'm like, yo, if I'm in a country that's you got to pay like $100 to get a piece of toilet paper, <laughs> I'm not going to I'm not going to care about you know having you know intercourse that's the least worry on my mind that my biggest worry is to make sure i'm not like shot yeah, or sure starving food, yeah make sure that you know like wildlife doesn't eat me to make sure i have a place over my head to make sure you know my kids if they already have kids is all right that's yeah. that's my top priority not you know going to the club and you know getting lucky up. yeah Okay, so I think we've we've covered that pretty well. But as you can tell, listeners, we are pissed at this. And we demand that Penn State not only expel the student, but deport him. You know, reform the ice and deport him. So, to move on to our final bit with our final five minutes here or so, Alex has done some investigative reporting on the uh, We Was Kang school that we were talking about last week. Uh, can you uh, fill us in on your exclusive reporting, Alex? All right, so this is more research on Imhotep, Imhotep uh, Charter Institute. It's the one that the Penn State student, well, the person who's going to be a Penn State football player, ended up holding up a Wawa with a uh, firearm. He ended up getting kicked Oof. out and probably sent to jail. You know, he, you know, he obviously didn't do anything wrong with that. You know, he was didn't do nothing. a good boy. But uh, he ended up. He, I looked into his school, and it is a black nationalist academy within Philadelphia. <laughs> I'm not sure if it's. Ha- I still don't know if it's taxpayer funded, but what it is is that they have. They claim to be a uh, science, technology, mathematics institute. However, they they do a very terrible job with uh, mathematics, seeing as less than 20 percent of people who graduate from their 
high school had scores above like uh, 12, like it, I believe it was like 15% in oh. the uh, standardized test for math, but Jesus. they claimed to be a STEM school. Less than, less like, I think it was a little over half of them graduate with adequate marks in the English. Mm-hmm. And like, how are they supposed to be a STEM school? And I looked into the extracurricular classes, which was really hard to do because their website, for being some sort of technology high school, their website looks like it was made by, you know, a two-year-old. Like, it, it's very broken like the links i try to get for you can't go and access the other links from the home page you have to go to another page they need to do some work now i think it was updated in like you know months yeah but i was able to somehow manage to use my computer wizardry skills and go through the links and i found that they had some of their extracurricular classes you know they they're a little bit uh a little bit lacking over there they had you know like african drums <laughs> you go and do African drums. Exciting. They have a let, let's see their other academic offerings: computer programming, intro to engineering, African drumming. <laughs> I mean, Penn State writing. probably has bagpiping like as a bit. To me, the foreign languages and they're they're Black Nationalist Academy. They 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 talk about they their African heritage. Literally, <laughs> my blackness. Ninety six percent of students together. There's not a single white student. They have like I think that's like racist. Eight percent mixed. And like the overwhelming majority are black. There's not a single white person in that high school, and it, it teaches like it's just like a it's a black only like black nationalist school. They talk about Kemet. That's one. That's what they call seniors. It's Kemet, which is a black like is is a black Egyptian term, which you know <laughs> we the black was They believe that you know black people were actually the Egyptians, and they they believe. <laughs> In uh, some really fringe ideologies, it's like um, what's what's that nation of Islam? They're like kind of related. I, I tried to go and do some research into Kemet, and it, it's it's just ridiculous. Can it's, I pause? Pa- wait, who is Kemet? A person? Sorry, I want to clarify that. It's it's the name. I think it's the name. I, I'm I'm still not sure. Is it like, like the the name of like this sort of idea, the We Was Kangs idea, that they the were black people like, were actually uh, Egyptian kings and crap? It was, it's the name of Egypt in some. In, for, it's the, the black nationalist. <laughs> I don't know if it was. In, that's what they called Egypt in Egypt. Oh my god, this is so funny. It, oh it's, 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 this is if this was the opposite. If there was a white school Ooh. that taught like uh, you know like white pride. Yeah, and they had like nearly 100% white, you know, like, you know, like 6% Asian, like 90, 94% white students there. This would be on the news. No one would send their kids there. This would be called a racist. But when you have the opposite, when you have a black nationalist school, and they, and they do terribly, you know, the, you can go and see their scores. It's, it's below average. It is terrible. They have, I think, I look like the, the graduation rate, you know, it, it's pretty, that's pretty good, but like, eh, it's, I'll, I'll add a thing real quick. There's a school near where I live called Cheney State University, which is basically a African heritage school. You know, so it's all black people basically going there. Um, yeah, and it's government funded. Imagine my shock. And guess what their graduation rate is? Just, just I'm gonna take a guess, Alex. Just, just guess a number. Just guess. Twenty uh, percent. Lower. Holy crap. Uh, 15%? Lower. 10%? A little bit lower. 9%? Yes! <laughs> How can you do... This is... You know, Government we live in the world funded. No child left behind. Yeah. And we still have... 
like when I was in high school, you had to try to fail a class. You can't really hard. You had to try really hard. Like people would go and smoke, uh, you know, ganja, and then go into <laughs> class with the level of intoxication. You know, they were high. Go to class, and they would still pass, and they would just be like, "Oh, dude, lo- dude, weed lamel," and and they wouldn't do anything productive, but they would still pass. Wow. But how can these people, like, did they just get expelled? They just, like, do drugs and, like, sell drugs in school or something, get expelled, and that's why they don't graduate? I, I don't know, man. It's it's baffling me. It's, it's I can't, and the, they still keep throwing money at it, and nothing's changing. Imagine my shock. Um, you know, it's it's unbelievable, and I'm not saying it's because they're black, not saying that, but I'm just saying that these schools that are, you know, not properly have high standards are they're putting down black people that's the that's the sad the tragedy of all this is that there are black kids that need help and they're not giving it to them and they're you know then bad things happen because that's why you have high rates of you know black uh crime that's why you have high rates of uh wedlock you know ch- you have children that are not born f- black children aren't you know many of them aren't born for father which is dep- terrible I, I i want this fixed um i you're gonna add on this but I want to ask you: Is uh, did you that school you looked into? Is that government funded? I still can't find it. Like, it, I yeah, I looked on Wikipedia and their articles terrible. I looked on their website and their website's broken. <laughs> the only other thing I could see was there being sued. There, there was a lawsuit over some similar like charity, like I guess some sort of African charity, and uh-huh. they were getting sued. And apparently, this is funded by the uh, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. They gave them like nine Ooh. million dollars. So. Yeah, that's an interesting tie. You know, that's just like Soros. This is a globalist-funded school <laughs> which is holding black students down with low grad with low education levels. That's the only thing of the only good thing that school seems to have is they have a good football team. And the funny thing is, they don't. It gets ironic too. They don't even. They have the only foreign language they teach is Spanish. You'd think they they teach like <laughs> I don't know, like like Zulu or like something like that. <laughs> Like, yeah, wouldn't they, isn't that cultural appropriation that they're teaching Spanish? Like, how dare they? I guess for like the nine percent mixed students, maybe one of them is of like Spanish or like a Spanish yeah. descent. So maybe that would be fine. But like, they should at least, if you're going to claim to be this like racist African supremacist school, you should at least go and like go teach full on, at, like some sort of like even Afrikaans. Like, that's not even really an African <laughs> language. Like not well, it's not really. It's not even like a, a black language, but it's at least in Africa. You're like they could at least you're like maybe even uh, Arabic. I'm yeah, not saying yeah. they should do that. At least that's in Africa. That's progressive. Oh, oh yeah. Good lord, I, I'd be I actually kind of thankful they don't teach them that. We might have a <laughs> we have a big problem. We, we have a lot. We'd have a lot of uh, people coming out of that school that wind up uh, in a million pieces in a few weeks. Well, she's. I mean, the the only thing they have good is the football team, and that's a sad thing. And that's probably the only way that most of these kids probably go to college and, yeah. and graduate from college. Because I imagine, you know, if they're only having like nine, like I think it was like twelve percent, you know, deal like pass the math portion on the standardized test. Oh, Jesus! There's no way in heck that's a STEM school. And if this is like a, I wonder how bad if they had like a non-STEM version of this, it would be like. Yeah, this is supposed to be like a STEM academy. This is like Harvard. <laughs> you know, it's like and then it's like MIT or something. We or was Rochester. Harvard. <laughs> and it's like MIT and they these guys are barely passing math. No wonder America is doing so bad in education compared to like yep. all these other countries. When you have schools like this that teach racist ideologies 
They teach African drumming, but they really need to be teaching remedial mathematics. And they need to go and be teaching English, too. Like, that's ridiculous. Yeah. How, how can you do so bad in English? You know, it's not, <laughs> it's not like, hard. It's, you know, you're learning English in America. You should, like, that's the only real language that they really make you learn. I mean, some people talk about Spanish, but, you know, that's not nearly as common. But everyone taught, like, we're one of the few countries that doesn't, like, focus on learning, like, multiple languages, like, very well at all. But we still barely know English. Like, at least these people barely know English. They're like, barely they literate, as Milo like, would not, say. Do these people just, like, not like not read or something? Like, do they just go and do African know. drumming all day or, like, <laughs> you know, underwater basket weaving? Is that what we feel like, emoji? I thought you were going to say underwater like- basketball. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week with more Real News.